1: of the world, Steve Fingerstiles!
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into Wrestling memorabilia. Please visit firstrow.ca, use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got everything from old school comic books to recent comic books. Old school wrestling memorabilia from anything like wrestling figures, magazines, old wrestling VHS tapes. Anything that you could find that's wrestling related, they have it. Same thing with sports memorabilia. They got every major league... Please visit them at firstrow.ca. Best thing is they ship worldwide even better. They update daily. So please visit them again at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit BossFightBooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like The Upcoming Animal Crossing, Minesweeper, and Parappa the Rappa, just to name a few Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, please visit LegacySubs.com. Use promo code ThePodCast to receive 10% off. They got everything from sleep aid to muscle building, anything that makes you feel great, makes you look great. They got it. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition at Legacysubs.com. And lastly, if you want to support me directly, visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. Takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs to phone cases, anything you need or want. It is there. But the most important thing, the freest thing, the best thing to do to support the show is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio so this week's guest is a video game reviewer tester writer and journalist whom you've seen doing his thing on ep daily and reviews on the run in the past this is the most anticipated return in the podcast history welcome back steve tilly hey
2: steve i feel like you may have
0: oversold it there a little bit just a little bit oh come on no it's After like we always break, say we I'm have a great happy. time, right? So <laughs>
2: we, do, we always have a great time talking. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back
0: again. Yeah, and it's been a while. And thank you, Jose, for filling in the last. I believe it was a couple of times or one time, whatever. But he's great. But there's nothing like the original, Mr. Tilly. You are back. <laughs> so much to catch up on. We're gonna get into yeah. all of it. Like you know, let's start off. Okay, first and foremost, I I keep saying this over and over, but I have to beat it over. Because maybe someone's listening and will change my mind eventually. But I'm just so falling out of love of going to the movies. And just movies in general. I don't remember when the the last greatest movie I've seen. Where I could just put it on in the background and see it over and over. I always revert back to the late 90s, early 2000s. So, I don't know. I'm totally out of touch of movies. All I really watch now is Marvel to keep up with the cinematic universe. To see what's going on. And whatever else sort of pops up here and here that twinkles my eye. But... I don't know how you feel, or if you've been out to movies recently, what was even the last movie you've watched in theaters? No, dude, I, I can't even tell you that, because honestly, I have not
2: been to a movie see? since the pandemic started. Like, for a while, oh, though, the theaters shit. were shut down. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, so And then been um, there was that whole you know, period where you couldn't go to the movies, and I don't know, it's kind of like just... Like, I wasn't going to see a lot of movies in theaters to begin with, but I really wanted to see, like, Top Gun in a theater. Oh, and I never did. I watched shit. it on home video.
0: Okay, And now <laughs>
2: we're... We're like, Avatar 2 is approaching the end of its kind of theatrical run, right? Okay, yeah. I still haven't seen it. And <sighs> I feel like if there's any movie you got to see in the a theater, it's got to be Avatar 2. Like, I liked the first one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, I definitely would like to see the second right. one. And I feel like you kind of got to see it on a big screen and not on, like, you know, your, your TV or whatever. But uh, no, man, I haven't been to the movies in a long time. And um, I don't know, I just found for a long time that all my needs are being met by... By just waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus or you know right. some some streaming service, so yeah, man, I I am not up to date on the current theatrical releases and me um, and yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I, I I enjoyed going to the movies. Just, so did I. As, yeah, it's, it's like that break suddenly kind of made me forget about movies in a well way,
0: you so know sure. what it else too is the advent of the streaming services and having all these great produced television series which again we'll get into like you know what I mean I think you could tell a much better story in nine to ten episodes than you do in a two to three hour movie yeah
2: you're exactly right that's exactly we are going to talk about a really good example of that later on but it's true um and especially with adaptations i mean obviously we're going to talk about that later on but (laughs) but to see to see something like a book or i don't know what video game adapted to a movie where you only have two hours to tell a story it's hard man you gotta leave so much out when you're adapting to a two-hour movie but yeah like exactly like you said some of these series now they're like you know like nine or ten episodes of one-hour episodes it's like watching a 10-hour movie, and it's got yes. the production quality of a movie, but it's just, it can take its time, you know, it can let the character development happen, it can let the story kind of build up, and you're not rushing through, like, 90 minutes or two hours, or in the case of Avatar 2, like, three and a half or four hours, <laughs> 15 hours, whatever Avatar 2 is, you, but, like, you're not rushing through uh, to try and tell
0: your story. You know what, that was the last movie I've watched in the theater was Avatar 2, and I was so scared to go because of that fact that it was so long, and you can't go on your phone or have like any breaks in between in case you get bored or, or like, you know what I mean? You literally have, it's to me, it was like taking out a, a, a flight somewhere. Like that's what my mentality, even though there's still toilets on the flight, but still, you know what I mean? But it was like, I agree. You have to watch on the big screen. Thank God for my wife for pulling me to go. Cause I was really, I'm like, ah, we can just watch it at home. Cause we ended up watching just to catch up. Cause it's been so long since the first avatar dropped and we never watched it since we watched it in the theaters when that first dropped. So we caught up on it on Disney we watched it and we actually watched it like in three sittings we did it the smart way like one hour each instead of watching it straight through <laughs> so so I can remember the story because I would not remember half of this shit that happened in the second one okay I don't want to really ruin it since you haven't watched it but it's good and you should watch it in the, on the okay. big screen if you can but obviously you'll still get the gist of it it's a fantastic have to take like a P. Jar or something like that. I need to have something to, to like secretly. Well, to like, you know what? Just Google it. It, it, it tells you specific <laughs> places in the movie where you could just rush right. to the washroom quickly, but that really doesn't affect the story. You know what I mean? Because there, right, there's that's my only thing that I have against this movie without ruining it is that everything else is fantastic, but there's they could have condensed this so much. There's so many parts where it's like, I did not need this, I don't care about this. You're just trying to give me filler now at this point, like you know what I mean? So, other than that. Not as good as part one, because part one has that off factor, because it was the first one, but... Exactly. I think it's right there. Like, anyone who liked part one will like part two.
2: Okay, cool. I'm really going to try and see it before it leaves theaters. Like, uh, I know, I think the Disney Plus release date is, uh, I can't remember, it's in April at some point.
0: Okay, that's not too far uh, off.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like, and right now I'm in a situation where I don't have access to my giant TV, I'm kind of between houses right now, yeah, so... I've even put off watching stuff. I got put off watching Andor. Um
0: oh, I, sure. I hear it's
2: the it's the best of yeah, the Star Wars series. I'm not watching the new season of The Mandalorian yet
0: Me because neither.
2: I wanna wait until I can watch these things on a decent sized screen. Right now all I got access to is like a small T V and my monitor. And which is fine for most stuff, but for something like Avatar two or or even things like Andor and the Mandalorian, I want to see those in like you know big four K glory kind of thing. I don't want to watch them on my on my laptop or something. I know a lot of people don't care. I'm a weird kind of I'm very uh, picky when it comes no, to I get it. Yeah, I'm very picky about TV set. Like if I come to your house and I see that your TV has like that smooth motion setting on, I will go into your settings
0: and turn that shit on. Really? Oh shit. Just, That glassy kind of effect just drives me nuts. So,
2: yeah, I'm very particular about visuals when I'm watching TV or movies. So I'm saving things like Andor and Mandalorian until I get a big screen to watch them on again.
0: Well, before we even move on to TV, yeah, I just want to touch on Andor quickly because I did touch on this with Jose, I believe. But I enjoyed it. It took a while. It was a very slow burn. Very slow Mm -hmm. burn. Fantastic storytelling, especially when you get into like the third or fourth episode where a lot of shit starts going down. But it didn't feel like Star Wars to me. And I think that's why a lot of people liked it. And there's no cameos, really. It's just straight Andor shit. And whoever was in, I guess, the movie was, I guess, pretty much shows up too. But other than that, no one else comes into the picture. There's nothing like that. Like, even the music didn't feel like Star Wars. Like, even the, the cutaways didn't feel like Star Wars. Like, it just felt like a brand new something just with the Star Wars lore behind it. That's it.
2: Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, like, it's not. I, yeah, I know you guys talked about it, but I, like, I, don't, I don't mind that. I don't think everything has to try and recreate the original Star Wars. I think that's kind of the problem with the the last trilogy, is they were trying to recreate the original Star Wars, and then they, you well, know, I, I think we, you and I have talked about this. I don't want to go on my, <laughs> <laughs> my sequel trilogy Star Wars rant about how badly they fucked that up. but um, just, And not even, like the movies themselves are okay, self-contained, but I can't understand how a company the size of Disney created a, like a sequel movies, Star Wars sequel movies, and didn't have like an overarching idea ahead of time, what they were going to be. It's like, they gave it to the directors oh. said, do what you want. The connections between the movies are so loose. Like I just wish they had plotted it, it out and said, we got a good one, two, three kind of storytelling, you know, arc here. And they didn't really do that. Anyway, that's, that's ancient history now. So, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out Andorra. I will definitely do it if I ever get, I ever get my TV back.
0: Well, to stick on the Disney factor and movies on to Disney too, have you watched uh, Wakanda Forever yet? I did. I actually watched that just not too long ago. Um, I want to hear your thoughts first. You tell me what you thought first. I, it, it's, it's so hard because of obviously what happened. Yeah. Right? So it's like, how can they move forward? I love the fact that we have an actual, again, spoilers, because now we've both watched it, so too bad. So... <laughs> I love the fact that they found a replacement. She's fantastic at what she does. I love it. You could have picked a better person. Now, the whole story, I don't know. It wasn't for me. I'm not a huge Namor fan. I don't care. Like, it felt like, honestly, I thought Aquaman was better than this, to tell you the truth. Right? You know what I mean? (laughs) In terms of storytelling, because it just seems like they tried to shoehorn all this in. And I don't know if this was the story to begin with, if he was still alive. Or if this is what they try to do to replace it, so to try and make it even better, I, that I don't know. I don't know if you have any yeah. insight to that yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the first Black Panther, um, but I like the character of T'Challa, right? Like, I liked
0: Chadwick Bozeman as that character, and he was
2: great. he was great in all the like in, in Endgame and Infinity War and, and Civil War and all that stuff. But I, I just feel kind of like I, I feel like Disney's in kind of a hard place with this because they they were going to move forward to the second movie and then and then. Uh, Chadwick Boseman died, and I, I don't think the character like just somebody in the Panther suit is enough to really carry it. I feel like it was his kind of presence and charisma that carried that character. I like I like Shuri as the Black Panther. I, I, I liked her character to begin with, so I like her as the yeah. Black Panther. But also, that movie was when you we talk about Avatar being too long, that movie is too goddamn long. Like, I don't one. understand. It was just, just dragged and dragged in parts, and I was really into it. like I i'm an old school marvel comics reader so i was into seeing namor on the big screen okay. for the first time and um see and here's the
0: thing because i had no background i just thought he was just a merman so to speak <laughs> i don't know he could fly and he had wings on his feet and all this yeah, other stuff like you know i had oh, yeah. no idea so to see all that that was pretty cool i, I mind like the character was fantastic i think they should he should have had his own movie and not be introduced yeah. this way and then maybe get introduced saying, to like, someone else's right
2: yeah it felt almost like two movies in one. It felt like a Black Panther movie and a, you know, although they never call them the Submariner. It felt like a, a Black Panther movie and a Namor movie that were kind of squished together. Right. And I don't know. I, I there were moments in it I really liked, but it just seemed way too long. And um, I don't know. I, I just I did not like it nearly as much as the first Black Panther. Right. So I'm real curious to see what they do. Like I, I guess they're going to probably try and work. Um, Shuri's uh, Black Panther into
0: Someone the first Marvel movies?
2: I, guess. I think so. But I find it hard to see a path to a black panther three standalone because i don't know i think everybody wanted to see wakanda forever
0: to see how are they going to handle his death like in in the fictional universe which Which they did fantastically at the beginning those first 15 or whatever minutes it was oh my i almost shed a tear that was and i was like is this how they're doing it this is fantastic and then it was like oh man so the best part's right at the beginning i find
2: (laughs) Yeah, everything of dealing with his death and like kind of the, the, the funeral and the aftermath, all that was really interesting was because awesome. you wanna like, you know, they obviously hadn't shot anything with him, right? So they couldn't have, you know, early exactly. scenes but he had to handle it the way he did, I thought it was really cool. But yeah, you know, I don't know, the movie's just kind of kind of a long, convoluted mess that I did not love and it made me sad I didn't love it. But, i mean again there are big moments like some of the fight scenes are cool and um um, I like Neymar as a character, but man, they spent so freaking long going to the, the the background of like, the, and the culture. It's like gee, like that
0: literally could have been its own movie. It felt like it's a right? movie. Like like again, they give us origin story when he's a little kid. Exactly, went all the way back. Like, yeah, and all the like the, like the how is
2: underwater like he's when he's taking her on that whole tour of the underwater plane, right, and all too. that work. Yeah, I <laughs> mean it, it was good, but it just felt like too much too much glued into one movie so yeah I'm, I'm real curious to see what they're going to do with the black panther character going forward i hope the character sticks around the mcu but it's gonna be really, really interesting to see how they how they play with that going
0: forward and again it's it is so hard because their hands are tied it's not like a scenario where the actor chose to leave so you could replace them but because you can't really replace because that's just no one's gonna like it no one and it's no, it doesn't matter what actor you put in there for the best actor on earth It wouldn't matter, like you know, everyone would hate on him regardless. So it's like it's true. What else can you do? And for what they were dealt with, I think it was good. But yeah, it's hard to say it's one of the worst Marvel movies. But I think it's on the bottom half, unfortunately.
2: I I would put it uh, probably in the bottom bottom five, just partly because of the length of it and how it didn't just didn't it did not flow. It's like probably the mark. The the one not not all Marvel movies flow like they're, no. they're not all great like I didn't love um, you know I didn't love Captain Marvel I didn't love some of the others the other movies but the, but they were so entertaining and they were at least kind of pretty tight this one has like the weirdest flow and pacing and just doesn't seem like it really knows where it's going and for that like that it's I don't know you're used to Marvel movies being like really kind of you know tightly paced compact pieces of entertainment it just kind of went all over the place and took too long to get where it was going. So, yeah, for that, I would kind of... I would, I would definitely put it at the bottom.
0: In yeah, and it's so funny, because the first part one, I think, is one of the top five, and now this one is one of the yeah. bottom top five. Like, you yeah. know what, it's... The contra- it's so weird how it went from that high to that low. My God. Yeah, how important Chad Bozeman was. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And that's part of the problem, is the first one
2: was, was really good, and, and Chad Bozeman as Black Panther, as T'Challa, was so good. Like, you could not... You could not have cast a better actor in that role. So no, like you said, nobody, whoever they they cast it or recast it, nobody's ever going to be able to like hold the candle to him, and that's the problem. Like I don't know what happens to the character, but you know, Marvel Disney, they're they're smart companies, so they'll they'll figure some, they'll figure something out.
0: No, as they always do, for sure. Okay, how about this? Before we get into TV, because I really want to touch, obviously, the cats out of the bag, The Last of Us, wink, wink. We're going to talk a lot about this. So before we get to that, quickly, let's touch on video games. That's obviously another passion of ours. What have you been playing since we last talked? That's been good. And or what what are you playing recently?
2: Um, you know, I haven't been played. I haven't played anything that's come out recently. Um, that's fine.
0: Neither have I. So we're good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Before I actually took Atomic Heart for a spin. Before you know the, the big controversy about the game, I just actually didn't know. I knew a little of anything about the background of it. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Bioshock because the, the, the Bioshock type games and like System Shock from back in the day. Right. And I kept hearing people saying Atomic Heart is like this, this Bioshock esque game, and the visuals, I played it on uh, Xbox Game Pass, and the visuals okay. are just freaking incredible, it's one of the best games I've seen, oh, but man, it just did not grab me, I get, I gave it about two hours, um, and I just kind of pieced out, I was like, uh, oh, no. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking the world building they're doing here, um, right. The visu- visually it's like insane, but um, it just wasn't grabbing me, the gameplay wasn't grabbing me, and I got stuck at some point in this tunnel where you had to kind of climb
0: right oh, the, worst the, like, when you the get mechanics stuck.
2: were really clunky, and yeah, so I just kind of gave up on that, and i am kind of been going back to like what I call my comfort food games. Like, I, okay. As you know, I play Rocket League oh, pretty shit. much every week, yeah. <laughs> however many years in we are in Rocket League, shit. and uh have gone back to games like, like Slay the Spire, I don't know, you know, <laughs> just oh, wow. just like, games have been sticking around for a long time. I finally finished um, Resident Evil Village, which was, which okay. was pretty great. yeah, well, I had a... a, a one thing I've, I've done recently is I had a chance to try out a buddy's uh, PSVR2.
0: Oh, nice! i am
2: real curious
0: about that. Yeah, okay. it's it's
2: pretty cool.
0: Um, wow. like, it's a fucking expensive piece of hardware, though. and like, on top, you have to have the PS5 as well, and that's not uh, that yeah, cheap, and it, right? I mean, it costs more
2: than the PS5. The, the, Jeez. the VR headset is
0: more than the console itself.
2: But um, man, it's like I've I've really been into or interested in VR since the beginning. Like I had one of the original. Uh, First gen HTC Vive headsets, and so it's wild to see this evolution. Where like with the with the Vive, you had to have um, sensors set up in your your house to to do like the 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 head
0: controller tracking. Yeah, and you had to have uh, um, like all these cables tethered to a computer
2: and a really good computer. And with the PSVR two, it's like one cable from the headset to the PS5. I heard. And you don't you don't need to set up sensors around your house or anything. And, and yeah. man, the technology is really cool in that thing. Uh, it's come such a long way. So I played a bit of the Horizon
0: um, oh, okay. uh,
2: game. Yeah, and I played some of, uh, I think it's Grand Tourism 7 that has the VR oh, implementation. So it's really cool to be able to, like, to be driving a race car like looking
0: around. I never thought of course. that. It's true, because yeah, you could just like, turn and you could see it going by. And oh, man. Yeah, and, and in racing games, as my buddy was saying, it
2: really makes sense because in a racing game, you're playing the controller. You're looking straight
0: through the wind. Like, you're playing in first person. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you know, VR would be. You're looking straight through the windshield. But in VR,
2: mm. you're looking, like, I think it was, like, a, going left around the oval. You're mm. looking into the turn. And that makes such a big difference. Look at, into the turn and see where you want to go. See what your line oh, is through the turn. Oh, yeah. As opposed to looking kind of straight ahead through the windshield of the car. So, it really made a difference. It was really cool. And we played some kayaking game that was, like, okay. super chill. Man. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, you just literally just you and your kayak going around different places in the world and you know, very peaceful. And it's just, yeah, it's like expensive technology. Um, um, I still think the problem with VR is because it's, the cost is so prohibitive for like the high end VR experience. Yeah. Like you, know, you get like the, the, the self-contained headsets mm. um, that are cheaper, but for something like PSVR two or the valve index or whatever, where you need a really high end, either computer or console to go with it, the, the, like the barrier to entry cost wise is really high. So like a lot of people won't be able to experience it, and the fewer people who experience it, the less developers are going to be motivated to create games for it. So it's like this this, this kind of chicken and egg thing where right. we get stuck in these cycles where there's not enough adoption of a hardware to drive the software development, and if there's not enough software, people don't want to buy the hardware. So yeah, it'll be curious to see how PSVR two um, plays out over the next few years. It sounds like Sony's really banking on it kind of being the next their next thing so i have you know reasonably high hopes that it'll be pretty well supported but yeah the technology is cool so that's uh, i've been playing old games and games nobody cares about but the one kind of cool thing i did do recently was was try out the psvr2
0: oh that's awesome to hear yeah i haven't really been playing any recent the, the most recent game i have played though is the tales from the borderlands and oh yeah the, cool. the part two and I love the first one. I like anything that's dropped like this. And like, but the problem is, nothing compares to The Walking Dead. That first one, oh my! The decisions oh my you make so in easy. there, it was like, yeah. come on, nothing compares, and nothing has ever compared to it ever since, in my opinion. But if you're a fan of the series and you love the characters and you know the lore, it's fantastic. You still have all the quirky stuff in all the Borderlands that you usually do, and like they, they even incorporated some mini games in this. It's like. It's okay. I do not mind it, but it's still the same stuff over and over. And, you know, like it's more of just, I guess, to see what the story is. And again, fantastic story. The writers for Borderlands are always great and everything. Give me more Borderlands. I love it. Like, I can't wait. I, I, I'm still dying to play which one's coming out. Oh, uh, Tina Tiny's oh, Wonderland. The tiny Tina's Wonderland? Yeah. yeah I'm still waiting like for one that idea. one to play because yeah. I can't wait to yeah. get into that. Part three was fantastic. My favorite one, actually, I think is part two out of all of them. But... Oh, it's such a great series. I just love everything about it. And I'm not a real fan of first-person shooters. I deal with it because some of them are fun. But I would rather... If I had it, like, even in Fallout, I play third-person. Like, you know, I don't play first-person. So if there's always an option for third-person, I'll always play in that mode. But if... Oh, it was so great to play non-first-person in a Borderlands game. And maybe that's why I liked it a bit more than I should. (laughs) but other than that eh, it was okay i don't, if you're not a fan don't really go out and get it but yeah i'm like you i've been going back and playing like older stuff i can't believe it's taken me so long to play death stranding oh my god this is such a fantastic game i don't know why i love it speaking of comfort game i felt so comfortable playing this game there's just something it's about trending, really. going from, like, mind you, obviously, the story aside where it's, you know, post-apocalyptic, everyone's dead, yeah. people have special powers, no one knows what's really going on until the actual end. So there's that whole thing. And obviously Kojima's mind is just out of this world, no pun intended. But it's like there's something about going from one place to the, another and the music, the ambiance, and going from, like, grass to dirt to snow and it felt like i was actually going through the journey with the character i don't know there's something so weird about it and i don't know if it's because it was in a time where it was just like i was down and out myself so it's like i could relate and all that but i don't know like this is probably one of my top five ps4 games of all time
2: wow that's awesome yeah i i played it um, not long after it came out and like that game is really it, it seems like a love, or, love it or hate it time. Right. Like a lot of people hate it. Yeah, I really liked it. Like I know we were talking just before we started recording about how people kind of pass it off as like your delivery man, right? Like it's like the yeah. FedEx game or something. But man, I I really found it like fascinating. To, first of all, to try and pick up as many packages, but you got like that, that freaking stack.
0: Of oh packs my god! Right.
2: Where you could barely <laughs> walk, or you're gonna fall over if you lean the wrong way. But um, I found the whole like just the delivery aspect of it was really cool. And then the supernatural stuff with, like, you got to yes. watch out for those the unseen entities. And then, yeah, Kojima, he's so weird, man. With like, the fact that in that game, you go back to your home base, you basically piss and shit and turn that into weapons <laughs> that you throw at, like, the, the, the undead things. Yep. Like, that is so Kojima. Like, that's, like, okay, i got to go to the bathroom. Okay, now i got the three piss bombs that I can use to, to, to you know, get me out of a jam when the, the ghosts are coming. But, yeah, that that kujima has a mind on like any anybody else and um that game is that game is wild um and even at the, the i don't know if it's still this active but i know when i was first playing it um you would see other characters or sorry, the other players stuff in your world like yes might build
0: a bridge or yep, a yeah still the same something. thing man it was so cool to see that stuff and like leave them you know that and, helped like, me a lot whatever. tell you the truth yeah, the one yeah. part that. Uh, always tell me was the highway once the highways because again to collect all the gear that you need to build this stuff yourself will take you forever and i'm not going to spend 600 hours playing a game i i try the way i play this because you could get and i'm going to go back and eventually play it again and try and complete it and do every fucking side mission but the way i played it is if it was on my direct path on the my main storyline I'm not taking that package too bad. I'll send one of my automatic robots. Like, you know what I mean? That's how, it and it still took me about good 30 hours to, to finish the game playing that way. Like, you know what I mean? So, but no, it, like everything just felt so good about this game. Like the controls are tight. Like you said, like the physics are so awesome. Like you said, the leaningness, the falling over and then falling on top of a gear and then it gets broken. You feel so upset. But again, but not upset because the game is cheating you. It's because it's your own fault for getting too cocky, thinking you could run through a field. Then you trip literally on a, on, on a rock. Like, you know, that's your own fault. <laughs> so, but again, there's so much thing. You, there's, oh, it it's, and the graphics again for being such an older game oh my god it's one of the best looking ps4 games i find too
2: yeah i think they did a did they do a ps5 or i know they did a pc version of it uh, they do have a ps5
0: director's cut that's what they did oh, okay
2: yeah right and i think they did that on pc so it's cool that it's getting kind of a second life with uh the the, the current gen consoles and PCs. but yeah i mean that is a that is a game unlike any other. <laughs> and I really yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed I was so satisfied seeing like my highways get, getting them, you know, built up and paved and right. getting the bridges made. And it's like, oh man, it's good and then you move on to like the next world and <laughs> everything starts over again. But like I really liked I found it really satisfying to build like really good roads and have like all my you know, be able to do deliveries really quickly on the motorbike and the exactly. you know, highways instead of like hoofing it across the wilderness or whatever. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> fascinating game.
0: It is. It is. Oh, and see, this is this is one of the games where I hope it gets the HBO treatment. This is a fantastic game to do. Like, it, this, there's so much lore. There's so much backstory. Everything branches off, and because it's sort of it involves like a multiverse of some sort, where it goes into different dimensions and the supernatural. So you could pull from so much different shit, and every single character to me had an actual purpose in this game. Like, even the people that you would go collect missions from that were hibernating underneath, which, you know how long it took me to realize that the people were actually underground and I wasn't... Because, I don't know, maybe I was lost at the beginning because sometimes at the beginning when I start playing a game, I tend to rush just to get into the actual gameplay instead of realizing what's going on. So when I went to the first bunker, I'm like... What the fuck am I talking to all these people through a screen? Like I, I thought this was post, post-apocalyptic. They're telling me to go hook up the grid, but how am I talking to them? Shouldn't they be talking to me through a grid already? And then when that first person came out, I was like, holy shit, this whole time I thought I was talking to like someone that was all in a different base somewhere. And I thought that, yeah, that yeah. was going to be my last mission to get to all these people. Right. So yeah, there's so much going on and yeah, I hope they do a treatment. Like, like, like I said, Allah, what we're going to talk about now the Last of Us. Oh <laughs> my God.
2: Yeah, man. I just talk about exceeding expectations. Like I was Ooh. I was pr- praying the show was gonna be good Ooh. and um I have not been that like looking forward to it. Like usually oftentimes the shows, I'll wait until the whole thing's out and then just binge it all at once oh, because I don't the patience That's what did. I did though. Oh yeah, that is what you did. I couldn't see part of the problem too is there are spoilers everywhere, like within oh. minutes of
0: the episode. Yeah, but how? If you played the video game. I know
2: they changed a few things, man. Also, I was just kind of curious how they were going to handle some stuff. In the oh, game, like the um, like okay. Big moments in the game. Although it is pretty, for the most part, it's pretty faithful to the the, the, the storyline of the game. Um, and including the ending, which I thought, well, see, I was a, kind of two minds of ending. I thought either they're going to change it and make it a real surprise or oh. they're going to keep it intact because it's such a good ending in the game. And they did. It's like, it's basically identical to the ending of the game. Um, which I found interesting Because I think Like you and I Have played the game But I was talking to people Who had never played the game And I okay. said How did you feel About the ending Like did you right. find it You know um, I, I almost felt like, it, like In the game By that point You've played like 25-30 hours And even right. though The show was 9-10 hours long um, It's kind of abrupt The way it ends Like you've gone across You know what
0: I, the, I agree this journey. Even as a player Of the game That was my first thoughts Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I saw the length, obviously, of the last episode. I'm like, okay, so, because usually these finales are like now an hour and a half for some series, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, it this short, is, it fall. was like 44, yeah. 45 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And then everything happened at the end, which we'll get into, because I want to go in sort of chronological order. But it's like, okay, they went over the hill, and then she asks him, and then he lies, and then mm-hmm. that's it. I was like, what? And then- I was like, hold on. Yeah,
2: but that's literally where the game ends. The game ends at that exact moment, right? Like, it, he lies to her again. And <laughs> you kind of look at Ellie's face and you're trying to decide, does she believe him or not? And, right. And my theory is she doesn't believe him. I don't – I think she knows. And that's kind of a, the whole thing, too. Like, if you, we'll talk about The Last of Us Part two and what they're going to do with that. But I think the whole idea is Ellie kind of knows that Joel was, was lying to her about that. But, yeah, and that is um, – like just wild with video game adaptations into movies and TV, you know, movies mostly, but TV shows have such a bad rep, you know, because nobody has ever gone to the trouble of actually, really, seriously taking care of the story and yep. the characters of the game and making that the focus versus the action. Like, I want to get my mom to watch this, <laughs> <laughs> and she won't because she hates zombie shows. Like, she won't watch The Walking Dead. She just finds zombies stupid and boring. And like, there's out of like nine hours of the episodes, there's maybe. 20, 30 minutes of actual zombies right? on screen. It's, it's a show about the characters and about the world. It's not about like the mushroom zombies as much. They're kind of like just the background threat. Yeah. It's always there. So whereas in the game, like you spend so much time fighting, um, you know, clickers and, and other infected, but I don't know. I just, they did such a good job, and I was really, when they cast um, uh, Bella Ramsey as Ellie, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, man, she's not a good choice for this, like, she's the little girl from Game of Thrones, who I actually met, I actually met her on set in Northern Ireland, Oh shit. Was, a set visit for Game of Thrones season six, yeah, she was delightful, and, and her nice. mom was delightful, but um, I thought, that does not seem like a right, she, she doesn't look like Ellie, she, I mean, she's British. she doesn't talk like Ellie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from the very first moment, like from episode one or two, whatever it is, the first time we meet Ellie and okay. she's being, you know, she's sassing against like people who are kind of holding her in the, the room there. I'm like, oh, my God, she is Ellie. And nice. then as the show went on, it's like she just, she just had the voice and the attitude. Like, that's the important thing about Ellie is capturing that kind of attitude and that, that you know, the stuff, just her character. And I thought she did an absolutely amazing job of playing Ellie.
0: Everything is just so fantastic. Like you said, this is so true to the video game. You know how many times I turn to my wife, I'm like, holy shit, I feel like I'm playing the video game. Like every every moment they walked into a new scene and you see the backdrop, I'm like, holy shit, that looks exactly like the fucking scene. And then even when they roll up with the bandits, that was my, I hated that fucking stage. And I I'm, I turned to my wife again and I was like, I hate this stage. She starts <laughs> It's like, but again, I loved it because everything was so short. Like even when they got to the university at the end and it's like, holy shit, this was so quick. In the game, you spend like a good five to six hours just trying to get around and you're dealing with, again, at the time bandits or whoever it was that took over over there. And it was like, what? Like, oh my God. But everything was true to form. The acting was fantastic. I, I And everything, even from the first episode, update and educate the people who haven't played the game to introduce these characters i found was fantastic because they didn't need to go all the way back to the beginning but they did do that like you know what i mean so it's like they thrust you right in and uh, it's fantastic like i have not literally i have nothing bad to say about a tv show and i i I hate to give anything perfect but this is like a 9.99999 like you know what i mean (laughs) like just from like everything it's oh my god like i forgot a lot of shit because i played obviously the first rendition of the last of us when it first came out on the ps3 right i believe was the first time it came out right yeah yeah so it's that so it's been a few years so i loved the refresher and even stuff and again okay i hate to do this but we're gonna talk about part 2 and I'll tell people why because I've never played part 2 yet. So, intent. Hint. And the reason why is, I hate to say this, people are going to crucify me now. I did not Wait, like. Hang on. What, what's up? And before you say what you're going to say, okay. are we
2: going to talk about spoilers for possibly season 2 or for I think I think people who have not played the last of Us part 2 but plan on watching the second season of the show should probably peace out right now because
0: Well, and that's what I was just going to say. So, hold on before we even get to that. I did not enjoy the Last of Us video game. I'm not a fan of it, and that's why I've never played Part Two. Oh, you didn't like the game? No, I ended oh. up finishing it because the story oh. was so fucking good. But I'm not okay. a stealth guy. I'm not. I hate games oh, now okay. where ammo enough. is scarce. I hate games where yep. you have to intellectually get by. I'm, I'm a running gun now, guy. Okay, that's it. Like that you know what I mean? Sense. Yeah. So for me to, I mean, to get through this was tough. But I managed, you know, I just put on my old Resident Evil cap and I was like, okay, I'll just pretend, you know, and, but then I got enthralled in the story. It was fantastic. So whatever, but that's well, why I haven't played part two. So for those did, who've not played, about it. no, 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 don't worry about it. You. Steve. Don't worry. No, I'm going to take a bullet for those who haven't played part two, <laughs> skip ahead. We're going to talk about it quickly.
2: Yeah.
0: Give you some time. Go, go, go. Okay. okay.
2: You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to not, I mean, I, don't, I can't. I can't even think how you would have avoided the major spoiler
0: I did it and that's why I'm going to bring it game. up And that's why I'm going to bring it up
2: Okay you you know
0: what happens I know of- Joel dies dun, dun, dun. Okay. So for some <laughs> odd reason in my brain I thought that was the ending of part one Because I guess I must have heard it And it was so many years ago I just put that together So oh, man. when oh. I'm watching it And then I see I'm like hold on Joel doesn't die I thought he died What the f But So, yeah, that's the only thing I... And that's why I said we could talk about spoilers to that point. But I have it on my list. I'm going to go back and play Last of Us 2 before the actual series does come out, just for the story alone. But, yeah, I do know he does die in Part 2, so... Okay. Yeah, Part 2, this is the
2: thing. Like, when Neil Druckmann first kind of hinted that Season 2 was going to be an adaptation of Part 2 of the game, I thought, first of all, it's crazy because there's a four- or five-year gap between the two games, and you could go into, like, so many other kind of, you know not adventures because it's not like a really happy adventure show, but you could go into so much stuff and just fill in the gap between those, in those four years. Um, but he has said, they have said, uh, uh, the, the showrunners have said that they are going to tackle the last was part two of the game. Yeah. In season two. I read that. I've heard, I've heard what they might do. And this is, I've, I've talked about this with people and it actually could be a good idea that they might split, uh, the last was part two of the game into two seasons of the show.
0: Oh.
2: And in that case, See, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, you haven't played the game, but the game is primarily from the viewpoint of of Ellie, but yes. also of Abby, so so I've the, heard. The, the, the kind of the quote unquote villain of the game. But then you see, because Abby is the one Abby's people kill Joel, yes. right? And then so you, obviously she's like the, the the big fucking villain. You want nothing more than revenge as Ellie. You want nothing more than revenge on Abby, and then you find out. Um, and again, this is what I mean. I hope people have already left who have played part two of the game. But you find out that the doctor that Joel kills at the end of The Last of Us Part One was Abby's father. So she's got That's her own kind of vendetta against Joel.
0: All right.
2: I've been searching for him for years, right? And then you play as Abby for half the game. and You kind of see Abby's oh, of the, to the point of view as the people that she's with. Right. And she becomes more of a sympathetic character, and Ellie kind of turns into more of a. Like, almost a Joel-type character. She oh, gets really hard in the right. second game. She's She's hard. Makes sense. So it's... I don't know how the hell they're going to make this uh, season two. Like, you, you... First of all, people love Pedro Pascal, right? So
0: seeing him Flashbacks! Die, they could do flashbacks with him. Well, this is just it. And
2: there are flashbacks in the game. There's a lot oh, of flashbacks Oh, okay. In the then game. there you go. Yeah, so he could come in and out. But I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow split it up and have him... His uh, present-day Joel die at the end of season one after doing flashbacks and after seeing kind of abby's part of abby's story and then go into a season three where ellie is the primary character or ellie and abby are the primary characters i don't know how they're going to do it it's going to be like as a game it works really well because you play as both characters you play as ellie you play as abby you see how their 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 viewpoints Mm -hmm. um you know you kind of you kind of sympathize with both of them eventually i think that's the idea of the game but i don't know how they're gonna put that on film and i don't i think like i don't know man like the the season the first season works so well because Pedro Pascal and um, uh, Bella Ramsey worked so well as Joel and Ellie to have to split them apart essentially you know kill off one of them for an upcoming season. I don't know Like, can, I know. can Ellie carry the show on her own people still want to watch it if, if it's just Ellie or will they work their magic
0: and we'll be so invested in Ellie right. as character, uh, so invested I think that's it to her yep. that we'll want to watch it no matter what oh yeah oh yeah for sure that's what's going to end up happening most definitely and I can't wait for it okay now we're back let's go back to part one okay I don't know how people are going <laughs> to know we're back but we're back like we're back and edit it, like, <laughs> saying, skip ahead to
2: this time we, we, we stop <laughs> talking about spoilers
0: for the last week but um, I just want to touch on one thing because there's a lot of sub stories in this that I don't know if I just forgot about while playing the game or if it was new. Like the whole Bill and Frank story is that part of the video game? No. I mean, okay. It's so slightly hinted out in the game when you meet um, uh, Frank or wait, which one's which now? <laughs> um, Bill. Bill is so the one Bill, by himself Bill's first. American. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: You meet Bill. Yeah. So you meet Bill in the game, and you find out later as you're, you're patrolling through like uh, one of the the like the abandoned neighborhoods, you find Frank's body. He's hung himself. And there's a suggestion, uh, like a couple very minor suggestions in the game that Bill and Frank were in a relationship, but it's never explicitly stated. And then they take that, that little nugget of backstory and expand into this episode. It's just fucking
1: devastating. Right?
2: (laughs) To see their, you know, how they beat, how they oh. built up, and how it ends. It's like, oh my god, I was not expecting that out of this show. So, yeah, I just love the way they took, like, even in the first episode, they go into more of, of Sarah and Joel's backstory. And you That's see Sarah, cool. you know, out and about by herself. Stuff they couldn't do in the game, but you're not going to have Sarah, you know, take a bus downtown to get her dad to <laughs> <bus>. <laughs> That doesn't work as gameplay. I but know. But to have, to, to get a little more, you know, even more attached to Sarah, and then, um, and, you know what happens toward sort of the end of the first episode, yeah, I just love the way they did that. They did that, and I'll bet the thing you're you're going to talk about next is the backstory between Ellie and um, Riley that takes place in the mall. Remember when they they go back? Because that was I don't know if you played or not. Well, oh, the prequel, yeah, I, that one I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the DLC. It was, yeah, it was the Left Behind DLC that was added exactly about a year after the game came out. Yeah, yes. and I really loved that. Like I loved Ellie and Riley's story, and again, they just did such a good job job of faithfully translating. Even sometimes it's actual scenes of dialogue, and even like the the, like the blocking, the, where the characters are in the scene, was like straight out of the cutscenes of the game. Right. But then also they were they also were smart enough to say this doesn't work for TV. We're going to twist, we're going to change it around. We're going to condense stuff. We're going to expand stuff. They just did a really smart job, and and yeah, the Bill and Frank episode is a big is a big. Uh, Um, Example of that How they 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 took something That wouldn't work In the game Because you're wondering How how would Bill and Frank's Story have worked in the game Like it's it's basically An hour-long cutscene Right There's nothing Except for the 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 end where they're Kind of Trying to fight off the, The raiders There's no action in it Really It's just all Emotion and character development That would never work In the game But just You know Just made such a great Episode of the TV show
0: No and it did And the other one That I also want to bring up Is Henry and his brother Was that in the game? Oh yeah what? See, yeah, I don't remember any of this shit. Oh
2: my god! Yeah, I mean, they hold. They meet somewhere else. They meet in Pittsburgh, I think. Like Kansas okay. City in the in, in the game, there is no Kansas City. There's no Kathleen or whatever her okay, name okay. was. Um, that whole episode. A lot of the stuff that happens in Kansas City happens in Pittsburgh in the game, where they like that. Oh. Whole, that, that part where they go into the neighborhood and Joel is like sniping the the, the infected to keep them safe. That's yep. like even people who would who had never played the game were saying, well, that looks very much like something you'd see in a video game because, because it was, but a lot of that stuff was um, like they meet in the game, they meet Henry and Sam, I think in the, the Pittsburgh area, but it plays out exactly the same. They go through um, an abandoned kind of community that obviously fell apart. Like uh, that, it's, I think it's in a sewer in the game, but like where the, you know, the kids playroom stuff is. And it, it, it plays out the exact same in that, uh, um, Oh, God, Sam. Sam's the kid, right? How am I forgetting? I, <laughs> I always
0: forget. I, I didn't even I just remember him. <laughs> the
2: kid. I don't know. I, anyway, the little brother uh, does get bit, and um, and his bro, older brother does have to kill him, like stops Joel from killing him, and then kills him, and then kills himself. Oh, him. So it, it plays out exactly the same okay. uh, as in the game. But just, yeah, just, man, I don't know. Man. I it, It's one of those shows where I look forward to watching it every week, but also I'm like, oh, my
0: God, I don't know if I could watch it again. Like it's so good. I don't know it's if series again, it's it's so hard. Like, it was a very good It's very powerful. It is. Like, just bad stuff happens to them throughout the whole show. There's no there's it's not a so lot of So true. And I, the other thing I totally forgot was obviously the cannibalism that was going on towards the end of the game oh, yeah. and i was like holy shit i forgot about that and then it came back to me when you play as ellie and you're trying to escape and you and all i remember is going through the cardboard boxes with light and always being spotted and i was like holy f-. and again this is why i hated this playing this as a game because i always got spotted because i just didn't have the patience or the wherewithal <laughs> to know when to just jet and go whatever but i totally forgot about that and even showing how ellie supposedly is immune through her mom like you know what i mean like that's another thing that I don't know was if it was in the video that game. That was not in the game. See, no, they they, they mentioned
2: her mom's name, but I thought it was really cool. They had Ashley Johnson who plays the boys of Ellie or plays Ellie in the
0: games. That's cool. As
2: her mom. That is cool. That's so perfect they had to have her as the mom in that episode. But no, they don't ever talk about her. going to uh, Ellie's birth or how she, how she got uh, immunity from infection. I don't think it, I don't think they address that in the game. I don't but Yeah, think in, that the, I don't in the show that. it is it is pretty explicitly shown that it's because her mom got bit while she was pregnant and somehow that transferred immunity to her or whatever. But yeah, I, I just, again, I can't can't say enough good things. And also being, I'm originally from Alberta. I'm back in Alberta now, as you know. Yep. And so like the the episode where they go to the the capital, Massachusetts Capitol building yeah, yeah. In, in Boston or wherever it is, that dome is actually the Alberta legislature oh, building. Oh,
0: that's awesome. So
2: like I walked past the <laughs> I've been back there, I walked past that, that building a million times. Right. It's so wild to see it. On TV with all this like CGI post-apocalyptic stuff around right. it, and and yeah, and there's a, there's a couple other locations that have been. A lot of it was shot in Calgary and in um, other towns, yeah. But there are a few key scenes that were shot in Edmonton. And, to get, and to be, I was like that that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio where he's like snapping and pointing really? at the TV screen. That was me. He's like, "Oh, he it that's just like trying to. oh that's like Rice Howard Way downtown. I recognize that intersection, so it was really cool. As you know, a, a, a Born and raised uh, Edmontonian to see uh, snippets of Edmonton uh, in the show like that,
0: and you know what? That is funny because even myself, I've never been to Edmonton or Alberta altogether ever. And you know, as a Canadian, you know what's home. Every time it showed, like, a street or or a sign, because our signs are very distinctive up here in Canada for some reason. And I always point them out, like, even when I'm watching other series or movies, I'm like, this is filmed in Canada. And then I Google it. Yep. See, I knew it. I knew it. And that's what I thought. Like, I can't remember what episode it was where they were walking somewhere. And I noticed something in the background. Like, that looks Canadian. And then uh, that's how, oh, yeah, this was filmed in Alberta.
2: It's weird. It's it's so subtle. It's almost like sub, subconscious or subliminal. But the exact same thing happened to me. I was watching a show. God, I can't remember the name of it. It was a, it was a zombie zombie movie. And um, I'm like, God, that's... And there's like, they're showing a street scene. And I said, this not only really looks like Canada, this looks like Alberta. Like This <laughs> looks like... Like the kind of streets I spent time on as a kid, I had no idea the movie was shot in Canada. I looked up, yeah, sure it was of shot in Calgary. And like, to so not only did the streets look, the houses look Canadian. There's just something about the, I don't know, the house material or the street signs, like you said. It's, so- or it's true. Little it's something things that we pick up on. Yeah, that where we know that this is actually shot in canada you see that a lot with shows shot in vancouver like it's like okay this right. is clearly a street in vancouver this is not in like you know minneapolis or whatever <laughs> whatever new york whatever they're trying to pass vancouver off as but yeah it's kind of wild how you kind of like subconsciously pick up on that
0: the last thing i want to touch on too quickly you know they had to throw in easter eggs of video games and the one mortal kombat 2 sprinkled all over this yeah i loved it even to the fact again speaking of the prequel where they went to the mall and they got to actually play mortal kombat 2 right oh my god like come on what better series to put other than i guess maybe resident evil or something but that wasn't in the arcade so you couldn't really pull that off but what better like to be like gruesome and gore and post-apocalyptic than mortal kombat right
2: yeah i think even i think in the game um it's just like they made their own kind of fighting game. Okay, they probably didn't have the you know permission or license oh, or whatever to use combat. Okay, yeah, yeah, But yeah, it's cool to see I don't know, yeah. I mean, just I'm just blown away by cause I cause I played through the last was so part one three times. I finished it three Shit. times, including on grounded difficulty, on the hardest difficulty. Oh
0: man, you're one. crazy get at it. How long did it take you to do that? Oh god, it
2: was a slog, but I mean by the time you're on your third playthrough, you got a pretty good idea of you know what you gotta do. Oh, about. that's yeah, true, honestly, too. Yeah, I wanted to do that with The Last of Us Part Two as well. I played it through once. I played it okay. through a second time on the, the next highest difficulty, and then I was going to tackle it on the highest difficulty, but there is a, and, and players of The Last of Us Part Two will know what I'm talking about, there's a scene in a basement of a hospital in Seattle where you fight this fucking monstrosity that's, like, basically <laughs> a whole
0: bunch of infected that glom together into oh, one no. being, and it is so, it's harder than
2: the regular difficulty. It, it took me so long on, like, the hard or whatever the next one was. Yeah. I thought I can't play this on survival or, or whatever the hardest <laughs> I can't do it I will I could play through the whole game and you know do okay but I, I would never have got past this one section with the fucking boss fight in the, the hospital basement it's un- impossible but yeah it's um, I can't remember what we're talking about how we got on that uh, oh the, the video game yesterday. yeah yes. just, just saying it again it's like wild how they um, I'm so impressed with how they took the heart of that game and familiar things from that game because they didn't they didn't have to keep the dialogue the same in those scenes they could have no just rewritten it
1: everything subtly, I know but there's there are scenes and
2: there's somebody on 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 YouTube or TikTok or something was doing comparisons like after the episode would come out they they pull the cutscene from the game mm-hmm. and side by side with side by side up with the uh, scene from the, the show yeah, yeah and it was weird like how the dialogue would just sync right up in some scenes or at least be you know quite close. And I really really appreciate that. I just think they did such a good job of taking what was in the game, um, keeping all the good parts, expanding on the other parts. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see
0: how they're going to do and what they're going to do for Season 2. And this is so smart. On I was going to say Uncharted, but that's another series that... That That movie was not so good. (laughs) No, but it's funny to see what Insomniac is doing and... How much money they're probably raking in now of people who've never played the game or are going back to revisit it again because of yeah. this series? Like, you know so what I mean?
2: I'm gonna be the nerd who corrects you. It is actually Naughty Dog. Oh, not sorry.
0: I mean, I, Fuck. Different, different Sony-owned studio. You but, know what? Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. I see, saw, well, I did on say on Uncharted. Amazon. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: I saw on Amazon during while the show was on like The Last of Us Part One had popped up at the top of the video game uh, sales charts on Amazon. So yeah, I think a lot of people went back. And, and uh, experience it again to see how the, like, I, it makes me want to play it again. I don't have my PS5 with me, unfortunately, but it makes me really want to play
0: part one again. Well, I'll be the, uh, again, I'm the one who's hook, line, and sinker. Now I'm going to play part two, and I never had the intent of playing part two, because that was good, because obviously the big spoiler and whatever and everything that happened, yeah. but it's like, no, now I want to play just to see what they do. And you see, like, people think that you have to change shit when you adapt it, nah man keep it literally word for word look how good this is like imagine if every single video game adaptation to either tv or movies was true to its form how much better would now i'm like i hope because it's so hard to stay away and i hate watching trailers but it's just literally in front of me and they have directs about it super mario brothers the movie now i'm interested to see because this looks like true to form that all the snippets i've seen i'm like oh my god this looks like i'm playing the fucking video games yeah,
2: I, I had, like, no interest when they announced that movie, but having seen the trailers, I'm like, oh, man, it looks pretty – it looks funny, but it's just so full of, like, the visuals of the, the worlds, right, and the characters. I'm like, okay, this this actually looks like it could be, could be kind of good. But I, I don't I – the thing that makes The Last of Us stick out is it's almost – it is almost a movie with video game bits around it. Um, like, the, the storytelling and the characters – and the world building in the last of us are so kind of ahead of what other games have done. I think that's why it was, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna say it was easy to adapt because they obviously put a lot of work into it, but I think that made it a really good kind of a candidate for adapting to a, to a show because there's so much, you know, the story is really cool. The characters are really memorable. The world is really interesting. Um, Like other, not all games would, would work? is that work that way? You know, um, I think Uncharted actually could have. I think Uncharted would actually would have worked better if A it had been in series and B it wasn't a fucking piece of shit. Right. <laughs> it was, but you know, there's potential there um, that it, in The Last of Us that it isn't in all games. So I don't think every game could be adapted as successfully as it could. But still, like, can't take it away and it, take away anything from the job they did. They just did such a such an amazing job. See,
0: and game. maybe that's why I had Uncharted on my tongue because obviously it's the same game makers right but it's like look what you did with this movie but look what you did with the series i easily think that they could have done what they did with the last of us with uncharted in tv form like you could stretch out like the first video game of introducing us to all the characters and going on all that whole scavenger hunt like there's so many scenes and so many puzzles that you could incorporate and translate into tv format right yeah so I don't know. Oh well,
2: I mean, now maybe now people take up, take notice. Um,
0: I, I hope so. I before, hope this is the new, the new I guess superhero thing where it opened the door. And now you're just going to see a bunch of video games coming up, blah, 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 just like how you just see all the superhero TV shows now.
2: Yeah, or it could be like it could actually backfire, and now you're going to have studios and, and TV uh, companies going, "Oh shit, we got to get on the video game bandwagon and adapt to a show," and they're not going to do it. Like like Craig Mazin who did Chernobyl you know, him and Druckmann and HBO, that kind of that kind of partnership is not easy to replicate. So um, I don't think anybody else is gonna be able to. I don't think you could take any other game and and just give it to I mean you just gotta have really talent you gotta have people who are talented Mm. and really believe in the source material. And so many game adaptions are done by people who don't give a shit about the game. They're just taking a familiar IP, familiar yep. property, and like cranking out a movie about it. And they don't act they're not passionate about the game. They don't care about the game or its characters. Whereas when you have Neil Druckmann, the guy who actually created the fucking game and created those characters as co-producer, and I think he like wrote some of the episodes, I think he even directed See? at least one of the episodes. When you have him in the mix, you can't find anybody who's going to be more passionate about the project than him, right? So I having so. people who are passionate about seeing the adaptation work is so important. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who else is going to be able to do that. But I, I hope they I hope they try. I would love to see more stuff, kind of on this level. But um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my breath.
0: I know that's the thing. Well, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Even with Super Mario Brothers, if there's going to be more stuff coming out down the pipeline, right? Because Nintendo has so many good IPs that oh, they can man. make movies out of, right? right? So it's like. Ooh, that would be interesting. So well, we'll see. Yeah, only time will tell, and I can't wait. But yeah, Last of Us, as perfect of a score as I could give anything that I've ever watched or consumed. So hats off to everyone involved. Oh, I can't wait for this next season, and then hopefully the next time we talk, we'll be able to catch up on Mandalorian and some other stuff because I, I, I can't wait. Like, that's one of the shows I can't wait to delve. That's my next show probably that I can't wait to get my teeth into. Okay, I will.
2: I will – for the next time we talk, it'll be all, out. Uh, we we'll both have binged in by then, and we'll, we'll talk Mandalorian, and uh, and some of the other stuff, we were, we talked about, we, uh, we were talk about, never got
0: to today. But, That's yeah, we'll, true, because we're supposed to, because I wanted to touch quickly on the peripheral, because I'm not a yeah. huge Amazon fan, and I think they don't have that, the greatest TV shows, but this just, again, I love sci-fi, so I wanted to dip my toe in it, and the only thing I could say about this quickly, without getting too much into it, is the reason why I liked it, because it has, time travel it has like multiverse type of stuff like it, it's so weird to put your finger on what this could be labeled because i don't know it's like avatar mixed with looper mixed with westworld mixed with matrix like you, you know what i mean so it's like it's all these things but i know you read the book but you don't watch the tv series but i find i found watching the tv series that i was a little bit lost a lot of the times in between some episodes because it's like they jumped around but they really didn't explain certain stuff
2: it's exactly the same way in the book. You oh, know, is it explain, okay? Explain like it'll go from chapter to chapter. And you, it, the book it's by William Gibson, who's uh, actually Canadian, but he's like the guy who wrote Neuromats. He's the guy who basically you know coined the term cyberspace. So
1: oh, shit. he's like
2: an old school like sci-fi guy. Okay, okay. I've read. I think I've read all of his books. Um, but I haven't watched The Peripheral. My brother said it's really good. You say it's really good. I'm going to check it out. But yeah, the book is confusing. It takes a while for you to even understand the jump in between time. And like gotcha. trying to wrap your head around the way they communicate from the past, from the future the Yes, past is really, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's wild. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this show because I really like how what William Gibson is really good at is kind of thinking about how the world's going to change like, in mm-hmm. you know, the coming decades. Um, I could see this I'd actually say, happening. It's
0: it's like like Speaking of VR like the first episode or something it's like to me this is what made me hook line and sinker was that you're able to play a video game while you're making money but it's not it's not graphics you're an actual avatar like you're a real person and you feel like the sensations and everything like that's when video games is going to blow my mind if we're still alive (laughs) when it gets to there
2: yeah the world hasn't ended before that you know psvr 5 will be (laughs) right (laughs)
0: But no, I recommend that show, so yeah, I just want to touch that on quickly, but promote whatever you want, floor's all yours, where people can find you, if you want to interact with people, go for it, my friend.
2: Oh, dude, you know, I I think I've said this probably the last three or four times I've been on, the stuff I do now is behind the scenes, I work for a a very large and well-known tech company, but the the writing I do is very much behind the scenes, you've probably seen it and you don't even know that you're seeing it, Um, and I have, uh, I'm not... You know, I'm not off social media, but I'm not really involved. I just find that uh, there's so much, uh, you know, bad shit happening on social media that I don't really want to participate. However, if I ever do reactivate my, you know, my social media presence, you you can find me on Twitter at at Steve Tilly. And Tilly is spelled with an E-Y at the end. Um, And, yeah, that's probably the best place. But, um, in fact, yeah. That's, that's probably the best place to find me but you know what I mean, it's it's been wild for so many years of doing things like you know going to Ireland to see Game of Thrones being shot or going to Atlanta to see Guardians of the Galaxy being shot it's, it's actually not as bad just being kind of behind the scenes and just being able to chill and enjoy movies as a fan rather than like as a critic or a reviewer and enjoy games as a fan instead of a critic or reviewer so it's it's kind of chill. I'm, I'm just chilling out. I'm in my, uh, oh, you know, as you can see from my, my grizzled appearance here, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up in years. So it's kind of nice to just like kind of chill out and, um, and yeah, relax and, and enjoy the things. The things I've been writing about for the past 20 years, it's really kind of nice to just enjoy them without having to think about them too much, just of like course. experience them
0: yeah no i totally get it. if i had the choice to be either in the public eye consuming or being behind the scenes enjoying i'd be the exact same way why not who cares yeah. but and for myself you can find me on instagram and twitter under finger styles you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them, almost definitely helps me out. Most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. And if this is the first time you are listening to the podcast and you liked what you heard and you want to consume more, please go back and listen to episodes featuring EP Daily alumni like Scott C. Jones, Jose Fubar Sanchez, and obviously... Other episodes featuring today's guest, Steve Dilly. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: Dude, I'm So glad to be, ba- so happy to be
0: back. Um, oh, so I can't wait to do this again. Me. Yes, we're gonna yeah. have a lot of stuff because a lot of stuff's coming out. Okay, how about this quickly before I let you go? What and and what you anticipate to either watch or you're looking forward to in the form of one TV show, one video game, one movie? Uh,
2: video game is probably Starfield. Um, still, because, that's still
0: high on yeah. your okay,
2: okay. I know it's going to be a disappointment. <laughs> I'm setting myself up for disappointment, but it's going to be. Uh, um, yeah, I'm. I'm really. I like Bethesda's games. You know, I'm, I played Fallout and Skyrim the whole of course. A million times. So yeah, probably Starfield for games. Uh, for movies, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably looking way down the way down the, the line to see what James Gunn does with the, the DC
0: universe. Oh yeah. You know, I think they have
2: finally. They finally got a good kind of brain behind this operation now and i liked zach snyder's movies um so i was kind of bummed to see the snyder verse not happen but i'm really stoked to see what james gunn can do with superman and batman you know and, and those those iconic characters um tv i don't know man i'm watching started watching ped lasso a show that i would never thought i would like okay I was,
0: sorry, season three season three lasso, oh, you, okay is, I, i've watched yeah. the first two and fantastic
2: yeah I thought I wouldn't like that show because it was just a feel good show, but you know, sometimes it's really nice to watch it. and it's it so clever. and funny It because, is right. Um, <laughs> but, and I'm not just, it's funny because well, I, I do work for Apple. So it sounds like I'm just, just stumping apple tv shows here but <laughs> Ted is great and man i cannot wait for season two of severance i don't think it's coming right away okay. but i cannot wait for season two of severance because that show just blew my mind it's one of the oh, s- sure. smartest coolest wa- Have you watched
0: severance no dude
2: watch severance okay Did read anything about it just watch severance
0: trust me okay i'll put that on my watch okay. I- and quickly okay. mine we already mentioned the movie super mario brothers i can't wait to watch that TV, I'm actually looking forward to the final season of Picard. I didn't know it was only going to be three seasons. And apparently, again, spoilers or non-spoilers, okay. it's no, no knowledge now. Almost all of the old cast from Next Generation is on this season. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. And to give a shout-out to former guest and friend of the show, Adam Hunter, who has a small part in it. He he plays as, I, I believe, uh, a tech supporter or something on the show. I, I can't remember. I haven't watched it yet, but I can't wait to, to watch that. And as, as far as video games death stranding 2 of course because that was announced but what's on my next to play is the quarry i can't wait to play this because i liked what was it last dawn what is it called last dawn or dawn or what was the the first game Uh, they made
2: all the characters all the like the teenagers yes until
0: dawn Dawn. that's it i knew dawn was in it so i can't (laughs) because i love that game and i can't wait to get my it's on my next it's Loaded on my PS4 still, because I haven't made the jump. I, I I refuse to make the jump until I've gone through my catalog of PS4 games. I know they're available oh, for PS5 too. as well, but, hey, I've narrowed it down. I'm only down to six more games, and then I can make the jump. So maybe a year. <laughs>
2: uh, by that point, PS5s will be not only easy to find, it might even be on sale by that point. Exactly. Actually, Probably a year from now, you'll just be able to find them in
1: stores.
0: (laughs) Oh, perfect. On that note, he's Steve. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.